That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. And the chickens learned the sound of this particular vehicle. So much so that they would rush it. They would come, they would rush the vehicle and they would completely surround it. And then they would just start driving gently. And it was like the parting of the Red Sea. The chickens knew to move out of the way, right. open up a lane so the, so the vehicle could pass through with the chicken feed. And they would offload the feed and the chickens would be happy. But the, the chickens learned this, the sound of this vehicle. It must have been. Hey, Cecil. Hey, Peter. How's it going? Good. Hey, well, it's good to be back here. Yeah. At the re, uh, at the recording studio, we um, we have been taking emails for a while now. Yeah. And every once in a while, we need to read some emails. Yeah. And uh, we've gotten actually all kinds of correspondence. I don't know if you realize this. We have uh, connections with our exclusive voicemail. Yes. We have our exclusive text message system. Yes. We also have our email at gmail podcast. TDSR. Uh, yeah, TDSR podcast at yep. gmail.com. Yep. Yes. Uh, but, but so we've gotten some pretty intriguing emails. So yeah. I, I think we need to I think we need to jump into some of these. Uh, yeah. Mailbag uh, episode. Let's 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 do that right now. Uh, one of the one of the emails we received, uh, we received this one from listener number one. Shout out to Scott. Uh, he uh, he wrote this. He says, "Very well done, guys." At the end of the episode, I was left with the feeling that I might have learned something, but possibly not. The two takeaways question. The two takeaways and the questions that I have from the podcast are: There's an alignment sheet, and rather than recruit another listener. Can he just listen twice? I think that's uh, that's an excellent point. Um, <laughs> yes, if you uh, don't want to recruit another listener, that's uh, in reference to our um, trying to get the two hundred listeners by the end of April. Just right. listen to it multiple times. Multiple times. Uh, bonus points uh, if you've listened to it on bonus uh, different platforms. Right. Oh yeah, and then uh, the alignment sheet. That was, yeah, that's um, that is a thing. Well, you know, I thought I think we you have should to do. request it though. Yeah, you do have to request it. They actually print it out. They just don't usually give it to you. Right. It's there in the packet. Yeah. Uh, but I think what we should do is I'll snap a picture of one, and we'll put it up, right. on, the put it up on the Instagram. So you can see what an alignment sheet right. looks like. So um, another email we got was from a listener, Bob. Uh, this was in reference to our roller coaster episode. Uh, he sent a link uh, about a euthanasia roller coaster. This was a roller coaster that was designed to... Um, by a former uh, roller coaster designer that was designed to actually kill people. That don't sound right. That don't sound right. They, I, I take it that was just a theoretical. I didn't read the whole article. That must be a theory. <laughs> must be a theory because it requires you to Google it. I only read, so yeah, we I only don't read, do that around yeah, here. I only right? read part of the article. So. <laughs> right. Uh, so another another uh, email uh, contact is a, a friend of mine named Travis from Elkin, North Carolina. Shout out to Travis. 
He likes to listen to our podcast during his long commute between Greensboro and Elkin, North Carolina. Oh, nice. Uh, but he pointed out something about the whole question when we were contemplating stealing a train. <laughs> and the question was, do you, what do you drive a train? Do right. you, what what is the proper what's the proper term to use? So we did have an answer to that. And this. you actually got another email about yeah. that. Or, uh, we got a response on Instagram. Instagram, you yeah. got an Instagram. And now yeah. what was that response? So they gave they said it was the conductor. And the conductor did what? Drove the train. The conductor drove the train. So uh, this listener, Travis, would dispute that. He would say that the engineer operates the train. Right. He points out that you drive a truck, but you operate a train. So the engineer operates the train, and the conductor handles Basically, everything else. Handles everything else. So I think our diner-munching train person right. was probably the conductor because right. those are really the only two people on a train with two carts on it. So this was in reference to uh, 310 to GSO was right. the episode. It's where Cecil and I were eating lunch and a train came up, <laughs> stopped. Guy got out, left the keys in the ignition with a train yeah. running. We thought maybe we could operate the train. Operate the train as the conductor got off. Right, right. So that was uh, that was that was very enlightening. That engineers operate trains. I think I, I think I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. Well, before we move on to uh, our next mail in the mailbag, is it time for words of wisdom? Let's cut to the words of wisdom <laughs> segment that we've been uh, experimenting with. What you got, Cecil? What do right. you got for us? This and remember, y'all can send in words of wisdom. Yes, I mean, I we we're going to need them. Yeah, you can send in words of wisdom. So um, you know, we've already had some good ones, I think. Um, uh, if by good you mean two. <laughs> <laughs> so this week actually comes to me from my father. All right. All so right. this was actually one uh, he used to say quite a bit, and it was if every if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Oh, that's very true, especially considering all the emails I'm getting about monetizing <laughs> our website. Right. This <laughs> proves the point that if it was easy to do that, then everybody would be doing it. So right. another uh, another interesting mail mailbag mm. was uh, I'm at work mm. and I get this I am mm. and this uh, this coworker right. he says hey can you talk I said right. okay and he lays on me mm. that his grandfather had a oh, yeah. had a doodle bug type vehicle so this is in reference to the doodle, the doodle bug, bug episode, episode right where right. Where listener number one, Scott, his yeah. his grandfather operated and basically built this right. multi-purpose farm implement that can tow cars, pump water, uh, lift trees, right. um, had multiple engines, transmissions, yeah. dubious gra gravity-fed cooling system. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, our TDSR expedition team, yes, also located it in a very eerie place. Yes. They risked life and limb in the mountains of North Carolina, but right. they found it. Yeah. Very compelling video on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. Very compelling. So anyway, uh, this listener, Harry, yeah. he told me about his grandfather's. They called it the Jeep, and it was basically uh, some kind of big truck. It was right. cut, shortened down, and there's a picture of this on Instagram. 
Okay. It's circa 1930s. Wow. All right. It's pretty old. Um, it, and uh, what they would do, what they would do is they would use it to haul feed down to the chickens. Wow. And the chickens learned the sound of this particular vehicle so oh. much so that they would rush it. They would come. They would <laughs> rush the vehicle, and they would completely surround it. And then they would just start driving gently. And uh, it was like the parting of the Red Sea. Uh, the chickens knew to move out of the way, right. open up a lane, so the, so the vehicle could pass through with the chicken feed. And they would offload the feed, and the chickens would be happy. But the, the chickens learned this, the sound of this vehicle. It must have been a sight. I wonder, I wonder if there could be like a reality show now of just like people telling their stories of multifunctional farm equipment that has been built. Well, yeah, I bet We've you We've got two doodle bugs. Yes. And, I mean, it's not like we have millions of listeners. We have a <laughs> solid listener base that we're right. trying to increase. But <laughs> out of just our listener base, we've already got two doodle bugs. And one of them is in Pennsylvania. This one right. that I speak of is, yeah. in, uh, is in, what's the town call? Oh, I, I don't have the town name. Um, that, I mean, we could... Um, yeah, we should pitch a reality show just based on. Oh yeah. Well, is there? Do you have a history in your family of a multifunctional farm implement? Farm implement that was cobbled together from you know whatever you had laying around. Well, you think about the show uh, American Pickers, where they go around yeah. looking for things to yeah. to buy and to resell. I mean, they're just digging through stuff and they're finding oh, some yeah. really crazy stuff. And then you've got also another uh, some YouTubers that I like to watch. They go around looking for barn finds, yeah. and the idea is they find it. They try to start it on the spot after yeah. this thing's been sitting for That's 30 a years. That's cool idea. They start it on the spot, and they drive it off. Yeah. That's an awesome idea. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, right. we could, we should just try. I would be one. I'd the be very. Bug. We could go video, YouTube ourselves, video, yeah. t- video ourselves, videotape. How old am I? <laughs> Take the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> We go up there and video us trying to start the doodle bug. How, I mean, yeah. it's got two engines. One it's of them's got to work. Oh, yeah. It's, it's gravity fit. Three transition, can, transmissions. We, we should be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, something's going So, I mean, I think that's a fantastic, I think that's a fantastic idea. So, we had another listener that really went above and beyond. Not only uh, did she write, but she donated a microphone to the show. Oh, right. Tell us about this. So, um, she had a spare mic. We had early in the show said that we needed an extra mic. And uh, she donated a really nice microphone. This Nicer is, than the ones we're using right oh, now. Right, we yeah, we yeah. haven't even been able to hook this one up yet. It's so sophisticated. I'm afraid it will blow up our little board here. <laughs> blow up our equipment. So anyways, thank you uh, for that. Uh, we really appreciate that. Speaking of chickens, we mm-hmm. had the episode where we talked about woody chickens. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It's it's just fitting that Scott, listener number one, is our listener number one because he does have a lot of similar experiences to us. You yes. know, he just wrote about alignment. Yes. Uh, he brought to us the doodle bug. Um, now he writes this. First of all, your podcast is really coming into its own. You have managed to fill up 10 to 12 minutes with almost no verified factual content (laughs) while keeping an air of possibly being partially correct. I feel that as long as you keep tangentially approaching the truth, you've lived up to your claims. That's a true listener. (laughs) That is a true listener. That's a true TDSR listener. 
He no. goes on. Go ahead. Uh, no, go, go ahead. ahead. He goes on. My personal knowledge with chickens is not much help. The intended use of my hens has been egg layers, and my criteria for choosing breeds has been seeking a combination of good feed conversion ratio, aesthetically pleasing eggs for me, deep brown, aesthetically pleasing birds, and a pleasant disposition. Not to say that my girls have not been eaten. When he says girls, he means his chickens. <laughs> They've been eaten by foxes, hawks, opossums, raccoons, right. and dogs. None of these diners has complained about a woody texture. <laughs> but to my knowledge, neither have, neither have any bothered to cook the meat first. So not sure if you can go by that. Now, his family also uh, has suggested that we do uh, a, in some of the emails, uh, yes, yeah. uh, that we do the body part. Uh, episode, uh, but we have to get him back for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Sure the statue of limitations has run out. Uh, in fact, uh, it, he it's it's the eldest daughter of listener yeah. number one. She writes, in this humble listener's opinion, side of the highway human parts are far more compelling hook than any doodlebug contraption. Right. So yeah, that may be a future episode when Scott comes back and tells some interesting stories. That just gives me the willies. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we did have one uh, listener, as we've already mentioned, that wrote in and confirmed my flushing on the tracks story. Oh, that's um, we that's, already mentioned that in a previous episode. Yes, that's right. Uh, here's here's his email. Uh, this is listener Brad from uh, I think it's Stokesdale, North Carolina. When I was a kid, I went on a family vacation via Amtrak to Florida. This would have been in the late 70s. Back then, the toilets on the train drained to the tracks. When you flushed the toilet, you saw the tracks below. <laughs> right. Which confirmed my story, which also happened about 30 years ago on a long train ride to New Orleans. That is a when long you flushed, it would flush down on the, on the tracks. So we also had uh, someone to hit, hit us up on the uh, TDSR secret Text that was actually listener number two, which we really need to give a shout out to. Yeah, we need uh, that's Brent, he's listener number yeah. two. Listener number one got us kicked off in a podcast, but listener number two has been very, very, very faithful to listen to the podcast. Um, but he also uh, had a roadside find where he kept finding cushions along the route <laughs> <laughs> and was waiting to find the entire couch that never turned up. So, is there anything else in the mailbag? Uh, you know, I guess, um both listener number one and his oldest daughter, it sounds like they were having their own internal that don't sound right family debate mm -hmm. when they're talking about the origins of helium. Oh. We have heard it is a limited resource and produced primarily by the United States, Algeria, and Russia. We would like to hear what you know about the helium mines. Oh. I think we can helium cover that mines. in this episode. <laughs> I know nothing about we helium don't know, mines. We don't know anything about that. <laughs> Which means we could probably do a whole episode on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll, work, on, yeah. we'll work on more uh, obfuscation and... Declarification that's right. yeah, of the that's, helium production. That could be a whole week. episode just us trying to figure out uh, who produces helium. So, yeah, and then um, you know uh, we can also uh, looks like we're getting a lot of emails about um, monetizing our uh, I saw that. our 
our podcast. Yeah. Uh, people would love to create a website for us for, I'm sure, a nominal charge. Someone sent us an invitation to connect on a platform, but I'm not, I haven't determined whether that was a legit email or not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna click on yeah. too many links <laughs> if you know what I mean. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. That one. So that, does that wrap up the mailbag episode? Yeah, I think that covers that covers everything for now. If we left you out, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, write again. Write again. Just yeah, just yeah. resend the email. Write or text. We're trying to pick through, uh, you know, notifications from our Instagram account and notifications right. from these people trying us yep. to sell us websites and um, also. It looks like there's some uh, African princes that really think we have a we have right. a. A good idea that, and they're willing to give us some money. Let's for give it. us some money. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny the email that that account has attracted already. Just the monetization emails that have come through that thing. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that don't sound right. <laughs> so, well, it's hard to imagine, but you have come to the end of another. That don't sound right. Uh, we thank everyone for listening. We thank everyone for looking at our Instagram account, sending us these messages again. Don't be afraid to like us. Don't be afraid to send us a... Uh, <laughs> that was my pickup line in high school. <laughs> What's that? Don't, Don't be, be afraid, afraid to, to like me. me. <laughs> uh, depending on how you feel about the podcast, tell a friend, tell an enemy. Right. But also uh, give us a rating and help uh, helps oh. other people find our podcast. There was one mailbag we left out. It wasn't a mailbag. It was a comment. Um, a mother and daughter duo said that as they were walking around New York, uh, yes, right. They were using the let's not Google this, let's try to figure it out for ourselves. That's true. Thing, That's true. Which leads us to our ending, which is keep talking, stay curious. Mm-hmm.